in light of the subject that God has put on my heart, in light of where I find myself in life at this moment, subject being girl dad. The subject being girl dad. Now, when we read our scripture and we learn about Jairus and we hear about the story of his family, we realize that Jairus is not a father unlike many fathers. Jairus loves his spouse, loves his child. In all three of the synoptic gospels and their telling of this story, his love for the, his child is so apparent and so obvious. And we see it specifically in the fear that he expresses when he realizes that his daughter's life and his daughter's health is in peril. Learning about his daughter's health, Jairus stops at nothing to ensure his daughter gets the care that she needs. As a leader in the synagogue, he was able to schedule appointments with the top physicians in Galilee. Because of his reputation and relationships, he was able to rely on his friends and family for support and for prayers. He had spent all he had on doctor's appointments and medical bills, and his daughter was no better, rather grew worse. Jairus was at the end of his powers when we meet him in our text. And, when, and then the Bible says that Jesus had come again to his side of Galilee. Jesus, who took Simon Peter's mother-in-law by the hand and lifted her up from her deathbed. Jesus, who reached out his hand and touched a leper, making him clean. Jesus, who healed a paralyzed man because of the faith of his four friends. We meet Jairus in our text at the end of his powers. But this is also when the Bible says that Jesus had come to his side of Galilee. And Jesus had come, and because of all that Jesus had done throughout the region, a large crowd had gathered to see him. So Jairus hears, and Jairus goes, and Jairus, having exhausted all his money, having exhausted all his connections, having laid down all pride and all ego, realizes amongst himself that if he but could get Jesus to come and lay his hands on his daughter, his daughter would be made well and live. In other words, like so many fathers, Jairus realizes he was not able within himself to solve all his problems with his own strength. Jairus could not buy his way into healing his daughter. He could not pride his way into comforting his daughter. He could not lead her in the synagogue his way into keeping his daughter safe from every bad experience, every heartbreak and hard time, sickness and scraped knee, ailment and accident. Like parents all over the world, Jairus had to realize the limits to what he was able to do as a parent. And as the Bible says, Jairus realizes that even with the excess of things he could not do, if he could just get his daughter in Jesus's hands, mm, then Jesus could do more for his daughter than Jairus could ever think he could do for her himself. Mm, can I say that again? Jairus knew that if he could just get his daughter in Jesus's hands, then Jesus could do more for his daughter than Jairus could ever think he could do for her himself. And Jairus knew that if he could just do this, do this one thing, of all the things he couldn't do, if he could just do this one thing, that she would be made well and she would live. 
Jairus knew that if he could just get his daughter, get his heart, his world, get even his fears in Jesus's hands, then Jesus could do exceedingly abundantly and above all that Jairus could ever ask or think. Because Jairus knew that in Jesus's hands, there is life. Jairus knew that in Jesus's hands, there is rest. Jairus knew that in Jesus's hands, there is safety, that there is peace, that there is health, that there is hope. Jairus knew that there is healing for a sick world in Jesus's hands. And Jairus knew that there is power in Jesus's hands. And Jairus knew what the psalmist told, that if he simply just sought the hands of God, then God would answer and deliver him from all his fears. But if I'm being honest, church, I must say that it is not always easy. It is not always simple to put our trust in God. Am I preaching this morning? It is difficult to trust our lives to God when we are unable to locate God. It is difficult to put our trust in God when the storms arise and obstruct our ability to see God. It is, it is difficult to trust God. It is not easy to trust God when from Afghanistan to Haiti to the southern border to our own neighborhoods, people are forced to continuously live their lives at the point of death. If I can get real for just a moment this morning, church, and, and be honest and say that even I, as a pastor, find that it is hard at times to trust my life to God. I struggle with my need to maintain control in, in all things in my life. I struggle with the anxiety of, of being a new father and, and the type of father that I hope to be. But in this new season, I'm finding that I am also in a, in a season of learning. And what I'm learning is that there are some questions that I simply cannot answer. There are some problems I simply cannot solve. For instance, before Kehlani was born, her mother and I knew that we wanted to breastfeed. And when she started clustering, Lonnie would be up every three hours needing to feed and was keeping her mother beyond exhausted. When we brought her home, she would feed off and on during the night. And I was worried and anxious that I was not doing enough to care for her or her mother. Lonnie would get to fussing and, and I would try to take her for a bit to give her mother a break, but it wouldn't work for long. and I would have to give her right back to her mother to feed. And church, I got to say that in those moments, my anxiety was saying that this is all I thought that I'd be able to, to do, that this, would, that this would encompass the totality of, of Lonnie and I's relationship, that, that I was anxious that I was not being a good father and I was starting off on the wrong foot. Like, like Jairus, I was worried that despite all that I was attempting to do, I was not doing enough. But church, then I realized something. And I realized what was my first lesson as a new parent. And I realized that what I was wrestling with, what I was struggling with, had nothing to do with what I was or was not doing. But what I was wrestling with, what I was struggling with, was recognizing and accepting the simple fact that although there are some things that I can do, that I'm trying to do, that I want to do, that I aspire to do, that there are also some things 
that I simply just cannot do. Despite what I might want to do, aspire to do, I cannot breastfeed my baby. I cannot give birth to my baby. I cannot share in that bond that is between a mother and her child. But I can change a diaper. I can dance and sing my baby to sleep. I can hold her for a few hours and let her mother get some rest. I can show up when my baby cries so that she knows that even if daddy can't stop the pain, daddy will still be there to sit with them in the pain. I can hold my baby on the chest and tell her that I love her. I can present her or I can be present to her and share in the bond that is between a father and his child. I can have faith that our relationship will be better than I can imagine or think. And I can trust my life. I can trust my daughter's life. I can trust my family's life to God. And I can place our lives in God's hands. Church, I had to learn that despite all that I wanted to do, hope to do, aspire to do, that there are simply some things that I simply cannot do. And church family, that is all I came back from paternity leave to tell you is that when we find ourselves overwhelmed by life's circumstances, one thing that we can do is put our fears in God's hands. When we feel ourselves out of sorts with the pains of the world, one thing we can do is put our cares in God's hands. When we are worried about how we are going to make it from one day to the next, we can put our worry in God's hands. When situations seem bigger than what we can handle by ourselves, church, we can put our situations in God's hands. Putting our trust in God's hands does not absolve us of doing what we can do, but we place our trust in God to do the things that we cannot do. Because just as Jairus loves his daughter, so does God love us. God weeps when we weep. God rejoices when we rejoice. And God doesn't fail in loving us, nor does God abandon us when we are in need. God will go to tremendous lengths to protect us, to hold us, to heal us, and to make us whole. God, our father, in the words of Freddie Haynes III, has never missed child support payments. God, our mother, never tires of nursing us with her love. God, our creator, desires that all God's children be well and live. And God can do more for us, church, than we can ever hope or think or aspire to do for ourselves. So I came by this morning simply to say to put your life, to put your trust in God's hands. As Jesus said to Jairus, do not fear, church but believe and trust that your faith will make you well. What you And what you cannot control, put it in God's hands. Put your trust in God's hands. Put your care in God's hands and go in peace and be well. Let the church say, amen.